Yo, 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 top of the morning to the gambling gang, man. It's another episode, another edition of Cash It with Chris, the NBA betting show slash podcast where you guys can get all, you know, the, the best lines, man. If we can, if they're applicable, right, we get some CLV on the show. Uh, as always, the podcast is presented to you guys by the Basketball Forever Podcast Network. Be sure to check them out. Uh, follow them on Instagram. They also have a Twitter page as well. And uh, hit the like button for me. Retweet the show if you guys can. And let's go ahead and get into the action, man. So yesterday, uh, as we always do on Friday, well, every day, we we start off with, um, oh, one more thing I want to mention. I want to mention the podcast. So uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I talked about this the other day. Uh, I'm going to keep making sure I, you know, I say it. But Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the show is available uh, via pod, all your you know podcast uh, downloading platforms. So Spotify. Uh, Apple Muse, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you download your podcast. So if you don't want to watch on YouTube, you guys can just get the audio version, kind of plug it in, listen while you're at work. So uh, check check it out. Uh, leave me a leave me a review over there as well, man. I appreciate that. And uh, let's get into it. Like I said, hit the like button for me. Good morning to the people in the chat. Jr. Always here. KC. What up, DJ? Jew. Bissy. What up, Aunt <laughs> Roberto? Let's uh let's get some cash today, man. Let's get some cash for sure. See if we can find some spots that we like and and cash some tickets as always. It's always the goal, man. So let's get into it. I got um a lot more injury news. I talked about it on the uh Crispy Cap and NBA show yesterday, but uh, you know, a lot of a lot of injury news that affects some of these games. So I'll give you guys what I got in some of these games. Haven't capped any player props at all so far, but uh, you know, have kind of looked at a side. Really excited about this slate as well. It's uh, what two, four, six, eight, ten games today, and it's some really interesting games. I know we've been seeing a lot of blowouts, uh, and I'm not saying that it won't be blowouts today, but I do think we we're in for a treat. I think we get some really good basketball games. I, I referenced it just a tad bit yesterday, but you got some some playoff revenge angles for sure. Uh, you know, with the with the Phoenix Suns and the New Orleans Pelicans and the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Utah Jazz. Uh, but let's get into it, man. I got a couple of these games I've broken down already. And then a couple that I'm just kind of waiting on injury news for that has significant impact in those games. So I'm going to go through, uh, let's see. So first game up, I'm actually interested in this game. You get uh, you get this Toronto Raptors team coming off the big, big win against the shorthanded Los Angeles Lakers on Wednesday. Uh, facing they you know going to Orlando so Orlando this is a quick turnaround for them uh you know in in, in two aspects first you know they, they played on Wednesday as well they covered that game uh and won that game out right against the against the Clippers this team you know I, I, I keep alluding to it they're they're not a you know a significantly bad team they're a young team of course and with, with being a young team you're gonna have some growing pains but they play extremely hard, man. You know, whether they get down by 20 in the first quarter and they just can't make shots because they are offensively challenged, especially without having all those guards in. But this team just continues to play hard. The magic number, uh, it really isn't a magic number, but but what I what I have written down is that, you know, the, the and in the Raptors, you know, you you get them. I think it's important to to mention as well. I hope the, the spread continues to rise. I see Toronto opened at seven point favorites is now up to eight on some books, uh, seven and a half as well. Total in this one went from two twenty and a half and a half up to two twenty uh, one at some places to 20 to 19 and a half. So it's gone down. It's gone up. People just don't know what to do. That. I wouldn't touch the total. 
I wouldn't touch the total. These two teams did just play each other last week. It was on Saturday. So it's a quick turnaround as far as a revenge spot for the Orlando Magic. And, uh, you know, I, I talk about it all the time. This Magic team at home against, uh, you know, a team um, where they land, you know, a big – when they're a big home dog, they typically cover. I think they are – I had it written down somewhere. I don't see it in my notes. But this or, this Orlando team is uh, – I want to say, quote me on 6-1 and one against the spread as a home dog catching uh, – just a home dog in general. When they're catching more than uh, seven and a half points, I think they're five and one. And they've won four of those games outright. You you just get a win against the Clippers. I know that they beat the Dallas Mavericks outright. They beat the Phoenix Suns outright. So, you know, to me, this is a a tad bit. I wouldn't be laying the eight points with Toronto, even though they did look good in in that last game, because it's a change of environment. Toronto always looks good at home. They always play better at home. But on the road, they're a totally different version of themselves that – you know, we 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 we're not accustomed to seeing all the time, and it could be a tad bit shocking, but that's just the way that works, man. That's just <laughs> that's just the way that works. The other thing that that's interesting to note is that the Toronto Raptors, uh, when they're playing an opponent that has a fifty percent win percentage or better, they're just two five and one against the spread, two and four straight up. So they don't get up for for these non you know competitive games we kind of saw it last week when when toronto was playing against the new orleans pelicans and they were extremely shorthanded without cj mccullum and brandon ingram so i'd be looking to back orlando haven't pulled the trigger i think that the line probably continues to to move in in uh you know in the raptors favor more money comes in on the raptors maybe you take the magic late in this spot but that's what i got for you guys there also auto porter jr still remains out uh for the toronto raptors in this one as well so that's what i got for you guys in that one uh, moving along, I wanted to talk on – I wanted to touch a little bit on – so the Wizards and the Pacers game, I have the Hawks and the Nets on the screen, uh, but the Wizards and Pacers game, uh, extremely difficult game to cap. I don't think that you can cap it completely right now just because of the injury news, so it's not like I wanted to skip over this game. We just need more information. Spread opened at four. It's moved to five uh, in favor of the Pacers. This is the Pacers' first game back home after that long seven-game road trip, so I wouldn't be looking to back them in this spot. Uh, the Wizards are they could be they could potentially be shorthanded in this one total at 232. So the books are expecting a lot of points. But um, Isaiah Jackson's listed as questionable. He's a tremendous he makes a tremendous impact for uh, this Pacers team on the inside. And and, you know, equally so or maybe even more of a presence is Miles Turner. Uh, games typically fly over when Miles Turner isn't available. Both of those guys are listed as questionable. I think Miles Turner is a hamstring. Uh and I want to say Isaiah Jackson was listed as questionable, but I, I want to say I saw him also uh, not on the injury report. So he may be back. I'm not 100% sure. But what I have in my notes is that he's listed as questionable. Will Barton on the other side for the Wizards is listed as questionable, and Porzingis is also listed as questionable. We know that Bradley Bill won't be there because of a hamstring injury. So uh, not you know not really looking to play that game until I find out you know some news about those those four players specifically. So uh not really skipping over that game, but like I said, just we we're missing too much to you know to really get into it. So um this the the Knicks and the Hornets, not a game that I, I'm really looking to I don't like backing the Knicks as a as an away favorite. They're laying four points in this one. Uh let's see. They are laying four points total at 224. I, I kind of skipped this game, didn't really have anything. I think PJ Washington is supposed to return. Um Kelly Oubre's been balling. Uh not a game I'm really interested in. Knicks are coming off two straight home uh wins, impressive home wins against the Cleveland Cavaliers on Sunday. And then they also beat 
um, the uh, Atlanta Hawks, Atlanta Hawks on Wednesday as well. So now they're going to take this show on the road, try to cover a four point spread. Hornets are uh, a lot better at home, especially when they're home dog. So not anything official in this one. Moving along, though, to the game that's on the screen. This Hawks in the Nets game. This is an interesting game. Uh, total at 228. The books are anticipating the Hawks to uh, the, the Nets to win this game by seven and a half is what they have the line set at. Uh, Trey Young is not on the injury report, but DeJounte is. DeJounte's out for this game. Ben Simmons is also supposed to make his return. So this is going to be the second of a two-game road trip for the Atlanta Hawks after the loss in the Garden on Wednesday. For the Nets, this will be their seventh straight home game. Seven straight home games for the Brooklyn Nets. They won five of the last six uh, at the crib um, with the only loss coming against the Boston Celtics on last Sunday, but they've only covered two. They have three non-covers and one push against the Wizards in that time frame. So, uh, you know, it's a big number. It's a really, really big number. On the opposite side, though, you know, you do you you do look at this this uh, at this uh, version of the Atlanta Hawks and you say you could say, you know, use the injured player theory. Right. Maybe uh, DeJounte not being there kind of ignites the rest of the guys, but they're already shorthanded. Right. They're already without Hunter. They're already without Collins. I don't think he's going to make his return today. Don't don't quote me on that. But, um, you know, looking at this, uh, looking at this next team, they are just two and four against the spread as a home favorite when they're needing to cover by seven and a half points with the two most recent uh, games being non-covers against the Hornets and the Magic, right? So uh, Nets first half is something that I was looking at. Uh, you know, big, big number. You typically want to get in and get out if the if the trends kind of back the first half. The Nets are six and four uh, ATS first half at home this season. And the Hawks, they're three and seven against the spread in the first half on the road. It's a spot that we used to kind of back the Knicks the other day when we took the Knicks first half plus the uh, minus the 0.5. Atlanta just typically gets out to slow, slow start. So maybe if Atlanta has something, they do kind of leave it all on the floor and, you know, in the beginning of the game. And then, the, then the, you know, the, the Brooklyn Nets kind of take care of business in the second half. I kind of see it going both ways. So I didn't play either one. I will say that the Hawks. They are just six and twenty against the spread in their last twenty six road games versus a team with a win percentage of sixty percent or better. So they typically don't beat these, the you know, the the, the upper echelon teams um, on the road specifically. The Hawks are also just two and five against the spread in their last seven meetings in Brooklyn specifically. They're all they've also lost three straight as an away dog, and all three of those games that they lost, they didn't cover. They they lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers playoff team. They lost to the Philadelphia 76ers in Philly playoff team they lost against the Knicks yeah I don't know if I want to say playoff team to the Knicks but they lost to the Knicks didn't cover right uh and a big a big part of it is their offense the New York uh I'm sorry the Atlanta Hawks they ranked 23rd offensively over the last five games uh you look at you know just their point totals they are really really struggling to score the ball um and I want to talk about that when I when I when I touch on the under so the the total in this game is 228 the Nets are uh, eight and four to the under as a home favorite so far this season. So they typically play a little bit better defense, uh, you know, when they're at home. Eight and four to the under. That's a pretty that's a pretty good hit rate. They're also seven and two to the under against the Eastern Conference specifically. The Hawks, they're three and oh to the under in their most recent games as an away dog. 
they've, like I kind of talked about, they just really struggled to score. They scored 102 points against the Cleveland Cavaliers. And the Cle- Cleveland Cavaliers do have the def- the best defensive rating uh, at home specifically. They, I think it's a defensive rating of like 98.4. No other team has a better defensive rating at home. They scored just 102 points when they went to Cleveland. They scored 101 in Philly. And they scored 89 to the Knicks. So, you know, their offense is kind of struggling. Uh, and it makes sense, you know, without having, you know, those keys, key guys out. They do get Bogdanovich back. He played terrible in the game against the Knicks the other day. I think he shot just 1 for 13, 0 for 10 from 3. So he's due to kind of regress. But does it necessarily come in his third game back? Because he did play well in his first game back. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on that. So, uh, you know, the Holiday uh, brothers will have to step up in this one, especially – uh, without DeJounte Murray, one of them probably will get the start. I would imagine that Coach Nate McMillan will probably continue to play Bogdanovich off the bench uh, because without him off the bench, they they are pretty depleted in that, in that spot too. So um, that's, that, that's my notes on that one, man. I guess what you guys are hearing is uh, maybe Nets first half, maybe the under 228 because, like I said, the, the Knicks – I'm sorry, the Atlanta Hawks have been struggling to score. The Nets typically play – uh, you know, some pretty good defense as well. I feel like there were uh, a few more trends I wanted to share in that game as well. Let's see. So, yeah, so um, Atlanta, 5-1 and one, uh, in their last six games following an ATS loss. They're 4-1. and one. Um, The Hawks are 4-1 in their last five following a straight-up loss. Uh, they're also 13-4. and four. In their last 17 uh, road games versus a team with a winning uh, home record, which to me indicates that they can't score when they go on the road. The the Brooklyn side, 5-0 and to the uh, under uh, in their last five games after scoring 100 points or more in their previous game. Uh, 4-0 to the under uh, in their last four games following a straight-up win. 4-0 to the under um, when they're playing off one day's rest. And 5-1 and to the under in their last six games overall. Uh, yeah, everything points me towards the under 228. I think, uh, I think this is this probably could be an under game. I like the under, haven't placed the bet yet, but uh, do a little bit more digging. I don't just like to support the you know, all the trends, I like to go in and you know, find a little bit more as well. So, uh, Ben Simmons being back today that may influence the total as well, but I, I let's just say I like the I like the under, haven't placed that bet yet. Uh, let me see what y'all see in the chat and I'm gonna keep it going. Uh, hit the like button for me, retweet the show if you guys are watching, man. Uh, good morning, Zachariah LJ. My god, what's going on? Let's cash. It's Friday, baby. Uh, let's see. Bessie said, Can't trust the number, uh, can't trust the Nets with such a high number. I'm with you, Bessie. I don't like I said, it'd probably be you know, like Fabian said, first quarter, maybe first quarter, first half. Uh, I want to see the trends to kind of back that, but like I said, I think, uh, you know. Some of these guys on Atlanta, I don't think Atlanta's just going to come in this spot and lay down, you know? Like, this is going to be a game that Brooklyn's going to have to win because when you give these role players, these guys who don't typically have much, have as much uh, opportunity, you know, they, they like to cease that and take advantage of it. So I don't think it's a spot where they're just going to lay down. If KD and Kyrie get the cooking, they could absolutely cover this first quarter and first half. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> no something said Jalen Green couldn't buy a bucket yesterday. Yeah, the Spurs uh, Spurs look good, man. Looked like an NBA team yesterday against the Rockets. The Rockets did not look like an NBA team yesterday. Um, but let's keep going, man. Let's keep going. I'm going to try to get, get a couple more games in here. Uh, let's see. So uh, Kings, and the, Kings and the Cavs, very, very interesting game. Really excited about this one. Um, I think uh, I think it's a difficult game to cap right now because you do have a lot of injury news. 
So Fox is listed as questionable in this one. Um, hold on one second. So Fox is listed as questionable. Uh, Terrence Davis is also listed as questionable. On the opposite side for the Cavs, um, Kevin Love is out. And Donovan Mitchell is listed as questionable. So it makes it a really, really difficult game to cap. The Cavs are laying five and a half for six points, uh, total about 225 and a half. Um, Cavs, I talked about it already. Number one defensive rated team at home. We see the Kings team. They've come back down to life, uh, you know, back down to earth just a tad bit, especially on the road. Um, at home, they're continuing to score. We saw it the other day when they went to Milwaukee. They they lost that game uh, against, the, against the Bucks. It was pretty close, but defensively they they just struggle they don't have the greatest defensive team i know that coach mike brown is preaching defense over there but sometimes you got to have the ability you got to have the talent to be able to score and i mean to be able to play defense and um you know effort is one thing but having the actual you know size and talent to be able to stay in front of guys to be able to contest shots uh you know sometimes could be more than just you know just being out there on the floor so like I said, extremely difficult game to cap without knowing the news on those guys. The Lakers and the 76ers. Uh, so the 76ers, real quick on this one, the Lakers are catching three and a half points on the road, coming off the uh, smackdown in Toronto without AD and Braun, where they rest in that game. So it'll be a third game in four nights for the Lakers, but not for AD and Braun because both of them took that game off. And they may have took that game off so they could potentially win this game here. Um, you know, 76ers first game back home. They've had three days off since losing in overtime in double overtime to the Houston Rockets. Gorgeous Niang is listed as out in this one. Daniel House Jr. is questionable. DeAnthony Milton's off the injury report. AD and Braun are supposed to return in this one. Uh let's see. So Sixers, seven. I, I was looking at the under Sixers, seven and three to the under after a previous ATS loss. Sixers as a home favorite with them beating as well. They're five, one, and one to the under. I think it could be a game where, to me, the 76ers typically play better on the road. Uh, I think, uh, and I think the trends kind of support that as well. I think also James Harden may struggle, um, you know, first few games back, right? He shot the ball terribly against the Houston Rockets. It was a revenge game, and it's a perfect team to come back against. I mean, if you can't do it against the Rockets, we, we saw the Spurs do it against the Rockets last night. So, um, you know, environment does mean something. I just feel like, you know, James probably it's probably going to take him, you know, a while to get himself back into a rhythm. I think that the Lakers, you know, have something to prove. I would look towards no homer pick. I would look towards the Lakers probably to be able to cover this three and a half. But I definitely need to break this game down just a tad bit more. Uh, Pistons and the Grizzlies. I haven't really broken that game down. But one of the things I will be looking at is the Grizzlies first quarter team total. I know it didn't cash for us the other day, but that doesn't mean that you abandon it. Right. Because if it cashes tonight, I'm going to be sick. Right. So. I know that the Detroit Pistons defense has not been the greatest. They they are coming in off the the win uh, on Wednesday against the what was that Tuesday 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 I think it was against the the Miami Heat right. So now you get the Grizzlies at home. Grizzlies typically turn up on Fridays. I've talked about that. We've cashed with them on the Bet US plays uh, specifically on Fridays. So you know Grizzlies laying ten. Uh, I don't know. Pistons have been covering when they are double digit dogs on the road as well. I don't have that trend in front of me, but I know that they've covered, the, you know, all those games when they went out West, they won a couple of them outright. So I'm not looking to get behind the Grizzlies, you know, laying 10 with them, uh, especially in the game where Steven Adams is listed as questionable. 
But I do think that the Grizzlies probably cover first quarter, first half. And if you want to stay away from the the quarters and the half, the spread in the first quarter, first half, that's why I tend to lean towards the team totals. If you don't think the Grizzlies are going to come out here and play any defense and they're just going to be flying up and down the court, maybe it's an unmotivated spot. They did just beat this team over the weekend by 10 points in Detroit, 122 to 112. It's, it makes perfect sense, you know, to, to just kind of uh, – Lay off the lay off the side. Get on the get on the uh, the team total. Right, Detroit shouldn't be able to stop these guys today. So when I handicap the game in detail later, I will be looking towards the Grizzlies first quarter, uh, first half team totals there. Uh, the other game I wanted to mention real quick because we are at the twenty minute mark. I'm not gonna cover. It. I'll I'll touch on the Suns and the Pelicans game later. I'll touch on the Timberwolves and the Jazz game later. Hopefully we get the status of Lori marketing because that's extremely important. But I do want to touch on this Bucks and the Mavs game before I get out of here. It's 21 minutes in the book so far. Hit the like button for me if you guys are watching. Retweet the show. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Download the podcast. Leave me a positive review. All that good stuff. Doing this every single day, man. Y'all y'all check your boy out and uh, and leave me a leave me a review. Leave me a uh, comment when you download the podcast. Just t- just search cast it with chris search crispy capping it'll pop up spotify apple podcast all that good stuff but back to this game all right so bucks and the mavs extremely extremely interesting spread here right because the mavs are one point dogs at the crib with a total of 223 right so the bucks are expected to win a very close game here if you think the bucks win um I'm not 100% sure. I think that I th- this looks like a Mavs spot to me. So what I, what I got for you guys, I'm going to break this one down. And I'm going to get out of here. So the Mavs, coming back home after a one-point win against the Denver Nuggets, this team has won four of their last five, covered four of their last five, last five spreads as well. A big part of it has been their offense. If you're looking at the numbers, before that Golden State game, this team, they played Golden State on a Tuesday, and they were three-point dogs, well, opened at a pick. And I think they ended up being like two-point dogs when that game closed. They won the game 116 to 113. Before that game, this team was averaging 109 points. They were 4-14 and and 1 against the spread and just 9-10 and straight up. Since that game, Dallas is averaging 121.6 points per game. They're 4-1. And and 4-1 to the over, mainly because of their offense. Over the last five games, they they have the highest offensive rating in the NBA. And I'm going to touch on that a little bit more. So looking at the trends in this one, also you get the Bucs. They they are, you know, coming off a, a, a really good win at home against the Sacramento Kings the other day as well. Um, and then before that, they did beat the Orlando Magic in Orlando earlier this week as well. Uh, Drew Holiday's kind of come back and found his groove. Trying to get Chris Middleton, you know, still integrated. And Giannis is just doing Giannis-type things, uh, you know, killing killing it like he always does. So, Looking at some trends, though, one of the couple couple of things I looked at that I want to share with you guys before I get out of here. So dating back to 2018 season, the Bucs are 0-4 straight up and against the spread when they're coming off a game where they covered the spread and they're in a way favorite in the next game, but it's an extremely short line like the minus one that you see in tonight's game. So 0-4 straight up, 0-4 against the spread. The Mavs are... 10 and 3 straight up at home this season. Another interesting thing to note is that the Mavs are 4-3 and 1 against the spread. Um, but more importantly, 6 and 2 straight up this season when they're revenging a same season loss. So the Mavs, they've won their last four games when they're revenging a same season loss. Wins against the Golden State Warriors, against the New York Knicks, who smacked them up. They smacked the Knicks up when they went back to the Garden. I think they beat them by 30, 140 to 110. 
Uh, they beat the Suns the other day, uh, smacked the Suns up, and they got the Nuggets out the way too. So four straight covers when they're revenging a same season loss are the Mavs six and two straight up. They have already lost to the Bucks this season. So the numbers kind of point towards the Mavs continuing on. The Bucks, they're just two and seven against the spread in their last nine meetings in Dallas, five, 15, and two against the spread in their last 22 meetings overall, no matter the site. So, as good as the Bucks are, they don't play the Dallas Mavericks well, whether that's in Dallas or it's in Milwaukee. The total in this one, 223. So, I got a couple things to support the under, not official or anything with the total, but I got a couple things that support the under more than, than I can support the over. I do think that the Mavs, you know, hot offense will probably take a tad step back, you know, facing against the Bucks defense. So the Bucks, they do have the league's best defensive rating uh, on the road this season. They're also eight, because they have the best uh, defensive rating on the road. They're eight and one to the under on the season in away games as well. They're also four no to the under in games where they're coming off a game where they've covered a spread, and. Uh, they're in a way uh, favorite of a short line like the, the minus one that I told you guys about. Uh, and that 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 trend actually dates back a few years. So when they're coming off those spreads, they typically uh, as an away as an away. I'm sorry, coming off a game where they've covered the next game, they're in a way favorite with a very short line like the one. They typically don't score a lot and they typically don't allow a lot of points either. So the only thing I got towards the over is that the Mavs, when they're revenging their same season losses, they are six and two to the over. So I, I just talked about them being, you know, uh, being six and two straight up when they're revenging the same season loss. They're also six and two to the over as well. So I didn't play the total. I do like the I do like the Mavs, though. I like the Dallas Mavericks tonight. Uh, you see Tim Hardaway Jr. just, you know, kind of be able to kind of turn it up to help Luca out. Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, you know, guys like. um Dorian Finney-Smith, like guys are now starting to hit shots and it's not just the Luka show. So I like uh, I like the Mavs tonight, man. I like the Mavs tonight. I haven't placed the bet yet, but that would be my best bet that I would give you guys for the show for sure. So 26 minutes in the books. Like I said, man, download the podcast, uh, you know, subscribe to the podcast so you guys aren't missing that, especially if you join late. You don't have time to watch the YouTube shows, but you kind of want to plug in. Maybe you're at work, put your headphones in. Uh, all of the shows, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, are available on the pl- podcast streaming platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast at. It's more than just those two, but I know those are the big two. So check me out on the podcast. And uh, 5.15, back for the uh, you know Crispy Cap and NBA show. I'll have a lot more official plays there. Uh, taking a deep dive, we'll probably get more inf- uh, information as well on you know some of these guys that's listed as questionable or um you know doubtful or you know just their injury status so uh check me out then appreciate you guys for stopping through as always like i said hit the like button for me retweet the show grateful for you guys um 5 15 eastern time i will be back always in the show with this none of this is financial consultation it's theory it's logic it's sdqls it's trends i test all that good stuff bet with your head not over it until i see you guys at 5 15 for the crispy capping show man be good i'm out <laughs>